you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Kaya Drive with Seizue. Monday to Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. On Kaya 959. If you got a situation like that and somebody is sitting from a distance and they are believing what is reported because you've said some of it may not be true, but yeah. they believe in what is reported and the guy is probably sitting at Corpo. Yeah. He doesn't know you personally, yeah. but he's heard that you can now go into any situation and handle it yourself. Yeah. Uh, and that escalates to a situation where maybe foreign nationals end up getting killed like happened in 2008. Yeah. That's not necessarily your actions, yes. but it is a consequence of something that you started. Yeah. As a leader, would you take responsibility for something like that? No, I wouldn't take responsibility for nonsense. That's the media that must take the damn responsibilities. He's really honest with the life. This is the problem we have in the country. Mm-hmm. You, you just said that it's not me who's, point, who's painting that narrative. So someone else is. And we know in this case it's the media, both traditional and social. So why can't we hold the media accountable for the p- false narratives that they're pushing in down people's throats? So what I will take account- um, responsibility for is that because I understand that fine line that people might see what we are doing, regardless of where they were influenced or how they were influenced, we do it now. We go to communities that want to start their own movements and we teach them and we show them how to work with the law enforcement. I can give you community after community where we've been to say that we are launching this program here and it's now verified that you guys understand what to do then fly. But never that at, uh, at, at, at any given point does the media report that, that we have social education. That's not even our job to do, but we do it because we understand the nature of our country and the sensitivity and our responsibility. So we were having a discussion yeah. essentially about leadership. Yeah. Right? You've often said that you're not a politician, neither do you aspire to be, but you do want to be in governance. That's not politics. Yeah, yeah. But 100%. you do want to be in governance. Um, if I have a lot to offer for the country, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, if, if there's no, if I'm the best guy suited for a certain position in government and people call me up, I come. But I'll never do it through politics. And I've heard you say you'd work with current people who are in positions of leadership right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'll work with anyone to advance the country. We should never, ever hog positions of power or influence. If there's a new young person emerging or even one of the old people saying, I'm sorry that we've just messed up the country so hard. What can I participate in? Let's come together. Unity is is the key to everything. That's why I always stress we will come together and fix the bigger agendas of this country. And what would those bigger agendas be? Oh, like the land issue. There's no people saying, ah, why are you going after this? Not the land issue. Why don't you go to this and we are not resourced for that but mm-hmm. if we all come together Moki we are the biggest in terms of number black people that is but we are the weakest the minority groups are way stronger than us because so then who would you are, partner not united. with? I'd partner with anyone willing and able and with proper values of honesty to take the country forward. Even those that are doing bad by me right now. Even those that are praying for my downfall right now. I leave a space in my heart to, to unite with them, including the EFF boys, girls, doesn't matter. At some point, we need to get our egos out the way and partner for the sake of the future of this country. And that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So if somebody were to say that what you're doing right now looks very much like building a political party from yeah. the ground up. Yeah. Um, and obviously we can't tell what will happen in the future. Sure. But essentially this is how movements begin. Uh, and nobody starts a movement without an end goal in mind. Yeah. So then the question would be, what is the end goal? Yeah. So 
our our end goal is simple: is to try see our immediate communities at a certain level. Our our our, our grannies in townships can't live the way they're living. Um, our young people in townships can't be subjected to drugs and alcohol abuse. Our our schools in townships can't be at in such a dilapidated state that uh, I mean, single parents. You know, most households are led by mothers. Our mothers can't fear that when my boy leaves or my girl leaves. To the park and play they'll come back and you'll be addict so all those things are within our reach because i can be called and walk to the park i can go take one taxi 20 rand to get to deep roof where there's no electricity so what's immediate if we can contribute towards the emancipation of our people and development of our communities in soweto and other townships once that is done then we can graduate to agendas that are bigger because even our influence will have grown stronger and with the unity that I'm speaking about, we, our resources will pull together to make sure that in 200 years time, the black child that is born continues to benefit from the decisions we've made today. We all right now are not benefiting from any decision that was made 200 years by any black person. And I do understand we come from a very hard time in history and so forth, but we need to make sure regardless of our challenges that a child in 200 years is set up. At least the environment allows him or her to be whoever they want to be and it mustn't be because they come from that fancy um, family with a fancy surname then they can get better opportunities it must be fair after this traffic report i'm going to ask you for specifics no because problem. Uh, there needs to be a vehicle to get to where you're going no problem and uh, currently the only vehicle that we've ever seen has been a, a political one a party one even though you can run as an independent yeah. it's very difficult to get anything done in the country if sure. you do it that way sure so start mulling over that thought all right so we're speaking about the vehicle to governance yeah which you've expressed an interest in yeah and thus far i've been asking you questions and probing uh, specifically just regarding yourself yeah. and your way of thinking mm-hmm. so let me explain why i do that um, majority of the people who support your movement have never met you, right? Um, they get to interact with you via platforms such as this one. Obviously, social media is another. Sure. Uh, and because they've never met you, they don't really know what it is that inspires you, and they definitely don't know what your intentions are regarding the future, right? The only way we get to identify that is through a vociferous discussion. Yeah. Because it's very easy to sit there and, and say it. all the right things. And I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I literally, you can throw a stone and everybody will tell you what's wrong with the country. Sure. What's difficult is people telling you how we fix what's wrong with the country. That's important. Uh, and furthermore, everybody understands, I guess, the issue of the underprivileged in our country. And it's very easy to then use that uh, to achieve your own personal goals, sure. right? And so, if somebody were to sit here and say, "Okay, Atlanta, I've heard everything you've said. Mm-hmm. How do I know you are being sincere?" Yeah, because I don't really talk it. Mm-hmm. Politicians generally talk, and talk is cheap. We live amongst the problems and that's why we become part of the solution Mm -hmm. we are not smart by any means we are just practical and in touch with our people on the ground so sincerity is when you're willing to walk the distance with the people that are part of the problem or in the problem when there's no electricity Mm -hmm. escom is is making people suffer in townships i also don't have electricity when coco has a problem has cream reaches my house because we all know how our houses are set up so there, I'm not. I don't getting. I'm not getting called from Houghton or Santon or Bryanston. I'm in Soweto. 
I have economic opportunity personally to be anywhere I want in this country, but I chose to stay and build up my dream house in Soweto. So if you're still questioning sincerity, mm-hmm. then we're not, not you personally, but we still, we are not willing to, to open up for possibilities. That means we are also captured by the current status quo. Everything that's happening now is normal. All the leaders that are, have, that are here now, they must hog leadership and whatever else. And when young people emerge and they're doing it so well and they've got better success stories, more success stories than all these people in suits and ties sitting in their offices and, and talking when, them, when, when it suits them. Example, the July unrest where all the politicians... Okay, so at that point, let me just tell you why it is yeah. that we have to question sincerity. Sure. No, no, it's because of our history and what we've witnessed. Fair so we've seen the ANC Youth League of Nelson Mandela, sure. right? And then we've seen what the ANC turned out to be later on. Sure. We've heard utterances from other young people who were perhaps as much of revolutionaries as you may seem to be now. Sure. And then they got in power and they changed. Yeah. Uh, some are ministers even right now. Yeah. I don't need to mention names, sure. but we've seen that. Yeah. And so when you sit here and you say you're not smart by any means, I take that with the pinch of salt and I'll tell you why, yeah. right? Even academically, yeah. at the schools that you went to, you sure. got a scholarship. Yeah. You get that via a certain aptitude. Hold on, yeah. hold on, I'm not done. All right. So you get that via a certain aptitude. Okay. You are an individual through my interaction with you now over the last hour and a half, yeah. and also just from observing how you move, yeah. you are very calculating. Yeah. You're very deliberate. Yeah. Even the language that you use, right, is language that is meant to coax and make a person think a certain way. Mm. The examples you always bring up, ukoko. Mm. Right, because you know that when you use the term ukoko, it will conjure up an image in somebody's head of a woman, usually black, frail, helpless, and it will make them warm and receptive to your message. This is not by coincidence. Well, right, it is because I don't think that deep. Mm, okay. The, the problem is that you, people overanalyze situations. People have to be theorists. Mm-hmm. People have to, um, and uh, you know, like for example, if you if you're saying that I can create right now a mathematic formula for running, sprinting 100 meters, mm-hmm. and teach it to those who don't know how to sprint, mm-hmm. it's hard to understand. But if I'm practical and show you, that we don't need that formula. Do you understand? So I'm on the practical side. You on the observing side. Mm-hmm. So you have to make your mind run that way. Maybe we just generally. What um, or naturally a given mm-hmm. when, when, it's, when it's your time, it's your time. When you when you say the right things, you say the right things. I don't have to make research. Did you see me come in here with notes? No. Did you see, have you ever seen me speak and take a mic and speak for four hours and reference something? No. Why? Because I live in the problems. I live amongst my communities. Physically. So when I have when it's time for me to articulate my the problems of Batwaba Holo, it comes second nature like this. Click of a finger. So and when you look at me like, oh shit, he's too smart. You he's can't a, use that language, sorry, 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 But sorry, also, no, yeah, so sure. listen, there's nothing wrong with yeah. being smart, right? There isn't. So but yeah. what I am saying is and you don't need notes for this, by the yeah. way. But smart people are able to identify an opportunity and also see how even though yeah. the views of the many may align with them in the yeah. meantime, sure. but you'll also be able to see how that can advance your own personal agenda. If there is one. 
There's always a personal agenda. No, no, there's no personal agenda. I lose more in what I do on a daily basis than gain. Mm-hmm. I lose a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't, okay, so look at this. Okay. Look at it this way. Okay, so let's do Last this. two days, For the sake right? of the listeners. Last the sake of the days, listeners, yeah. Why don't you come and shadow me and come back and tell them here how much of a hard life we actually have? It is a hard life. Yeah. I want no parts of it personally. <laughs> you see? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> so, but, but, let's not pretend. I resign every night but, but let's and not, get and re-employ myself every morning. True. <laughs> let's not pretend that what you're doing doesn't yeah. come with a kind of utility. Let's not pretend that oh, no, for the last enough. week yeah. you haven't been the highest trending topic, for yeah. example. Let's not that. pretend you weren't getting 17,000 tweets every day. Yeah. So it does yeah. come with the utility and it does come I'm with not, a certain amount of attention. I'm so, not, for example, yeah. let me give you an example. Sure. Right? And you, only you will know. Yeah. I mean, I'm here to pose a question. Yeah. The listeners listening and they'll decide for themselves, sure. but only you will know. Yeah. Donald Trump, when he was running for president, yeah. that guy didn't want to be president. All he hoped for was that it would advance his profile and help him do better in business. Sure. Unfortunately for him, he won. Sure. Then he had to govern. Yeah. You know? Sure. This has advanced your profile. If this I, is not a lie. It's a fact. 100%. Now, whether or not it's yeah. what you meant for it to do, sure. again, I yeah. can't tell you. Yeah. But this is why I have to question the intention. Sure. So, mine is simple. Mm-hmm. I don't have any personal ambitions around Mm -hmm. what we are doing now around what's happening now what i am here for is what i was here for before you knew me and everyone else Mm -hmm. if you if you just put a dipstick in my consistency gauge you'll understand how consistent we've been for the last 10 10 years to today so all the difference is the cameras are now here. The people are now um, giving us attention. We've been running around the township and, and doing the best we can to advance the community ever since we were lighties in school uniforms. Mm-hmm. But now it's, it's, it's just blown out of proportion and there's theories, conspiracy theories, and people are allowed to think of what they, whatever they want to think, you know? So when you are here and you also have a lot of questions to, to pose because we're also trying for the listener perhaps to also understand better. We must go as deep as we can. I do not mind all that. But we said earlier on that we need solutions. When you tell me about the fact that I'm trending on Twitter, I, or if you listen to me speak most videos, I tell you that that's virtual. Mm-hmm. It's not real life. I'm trending on Twitter so that people with data can, can say Inland Lux and type it. But the people, the real people that I live amongst don't have the data. So where am I really trending? Where I want to be or, or just on virtual? Life is not virtual for real. We live a real life. We get shot for real, Sizwe. Sizwe, I, I get young people who are shot. They will pull up their, their T-shirts and show you bullet wounds because we live on the ground. And that's what, just what it is, unfortunately. So... For, for us, we, we want to train better in, in the hearts of our grannies. In the hearts, again, you'll say that I'm, I'm doing that theory thing that you mentioned. <laughs> we want to train better in, 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 in our communities because after I trained, I've trained at what? How many days? 10 days straight? Whatever the... the yeah, the, the, like the last week. The last week. Mm. Whatever that number is. Incredible for those who live in the Twitter streets. I don't live in the Twitter streets. I live in the real world, on the ground, right? So, so what that means for me is it's rubbish, it's nonsense, it it's, it's doesn't change my life because at the end of the day, the drug dealer is still in the community whether I trend or not. So my success is when we can eradicate the problems because if I'll be damned, Sizwe, if 10 years passes and all we do is talk about this, oh, Lux, you've got influence. Oh, Lux, you're trending. Oh, Lux. But the drug dealer is still in the, in the community. Mm-hmm. But the politicians are still not delivering um, what they need to deliver as basic needs for our people. And that's what, because I live amongst those problems. We need to solve them. We can't just overlook them and always hope that Superman will come out of the sky, call the politician to come and solve our problems. We can't. And so in this next hour, yeah, we're going to open up the lines. Sure. 
And the people on the ground now will tell us what they think. And I hope it's not sponsored calls because we know that's a reality. But let's go. That is a reality. This so. happened at our station I used to work at. Yeah. Um, the blue the blue party would literally plant yeah. people. But yeah, yeah that's a story yeah. for yeah. another day. Sure. In studio, chilling with the one and only in Tantla Lux. Now, Tantla, let me tell you something. Yeah. In my experience in broadcasting, whenever somebody calls in and say they want to remain anonymous, you must know fire is coming your way. No problem. Anonymous, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing, man? I'm well, thank you. Shoot. Hey, Tanta, how are you? Good, good. Yourself? No, I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got two questions for you. Um, uh, so I'll just give you an opportunity to answer uh, when I'm done. Sure. Uh, so firstly, um, what is your overall vision for Soweto and South Africa as a whole in a nutshell? And secondly, which is a little bit of a longer one, uh, considering the notion that taking the law into your own hands um, is illegal and people out there might look at your strides, positive as they might be, as as some type of vigilantism and in some quarters it could be looked at as the undermining of law enforcement agencies and the disregard for the human rights of those houses you enter without a um, warrant, isn't isn't there a fear of, of people out there who look up to you, who, who are inspired uh, by um, by what you do as, you know, taking advantage of, of their own communities and marginalizing those who they consider as extrinsic uh, uh, or, you know, or as outliers. Uh, Thank you. you and xenophobia. Thank you very much for that, Anonymous. Uh, let's move on to another question, then you can answer them both. Nosipo. Good afternoon, Mr. Lomo and Mr. Lux. <laughs> the attention of the nation. <laughs> um, I have one question, really. Sure. Um, the heart of the problem is black people being disenfranchised and locked out of the economy. Mm. So I'd like to know from you, as someone who plays in the business space, have you had any collaboration with existing organizations such as such as the Black Business Council? Why have they not come to the party? What do they say about a mall that exists in Soweto yet to have foreign nationals occupying the space or white-owned shops and franchises occupying the mall because black people cannot afford to trade there because of the high rent? Mm. That's just one example of um, the things that cause uh, and add to the social tensions that come with the influx of migrants in the township. Thank you very much for that. Great. Uh, yeah, so let's, you can yeah. answer sequentially. Yeah, look, overall vision for, for Soweto is that Sowetans need to be in a position where we've got economic opportunity, political opportunity and service delivery around that political space happening, basic services delivered to our people. <clears throat> and, um, you know, so, um, and we need that independence so that when you want to be what you want to be, it, you, you're not getting hurdles because the environment doesn't permit. It must be that you're the one that is failing yourself. That is the ultimate goal for our people so that we can start producing people that are proper superstars. Imagine, imagine if the environment was, was, was fertile for pro to be pro. Pro would have, I mean, pro competes with Jay Z, but he couldn't even sell copies in our communities because the systems are wired wrong. So we need independence in that regard so that we can empower ourselves mm-hmm. completely. And the other one is, um, 
fear of negative influence. I did touch on that a little bit to say that we do understand um, maybe a practical now example is that even the police have people that are impersonating the police because it works for them in their criminal elements. People impersonate us. But do we then cancel the entire South African police service because we've got a group of people that are doing it wrong and doing it illegal? We don't. We just catch them if they the criminals put them in jail if they're people who are doing things right but except they don't know how to actually do it properly we educate them like we are currently doing with many communities so that the country can move forward together we don't have interest in hogging this position of power um black business council human rights look let's speak more about human rights it's for the drugs in our communities to be as bad as they are, kids are dying left, right and center. For people not to have electricity in black communities, in Soweto there's a community more than two years without electricity, right now. Mm. And people have the right to electricity, it's a basic human right. But where is human rights to fight for South Africans? Unless this human right is fighting for some humans and not all humans. When South Africans rise, xenophobic. So let's move on. We've got some voice notes as well, yeah. uh, and we need to get through all of this. So yeah. let's let's move on. Sure. Uh, good day. I would like to know from this guy, Santalax, why is he directing his anger towards the EFF and continuously mentioning uh, Julius Malema, uh, taking all these issues to him when the governing party it is the ANC because people voted the ANC into power. It is the ANC that is in government. He does not mention, does not make a mistake of mentioning the ANC. Now that that's been brought up, just hold that thoughts. Let me play another voice note. Paul Gaten McKinn from the Patriotic Alliance uh, seems to have the same mandate as you, Ulantalax, and the Soweto Parliament. Would you ever consider working with him just to make South Africa a better place? Thanks. Okay. And so maybe just to tie those two questions together. Yeah. Um, you and Gaten pretty much have a lot of common ground. Yeah. I'll put it that way. That's the first thing. And then also the language you use is EFF language. Uh, so to speak, that so, I use for lack, yeah, for lack of a better phrase, oh, yeah, right. Um, so let me say you guys speak from the same mouth. Your actions obviously are very different, okay, right. Okay. Uh, and so I can see how the three of you guys would actually work well, yeah. because dare I even say the people that support Operation Tutula, some of those people are EFF supporters. Oh, big ones. And so I, for me, it does seem a bit jarring when you see the party cannibalizing on its own following. Mm. But also, that's not a question for you. I'd ask them that. Yeah. So if I want to speak to the EFF, I'll sure. speak to them about that. Sure. The question is to you, though, yeah. uh, why you brought them up in this particular yeah. discussion and yeah. would you work with Gaten? Um Look, I'd work with anyone that is willing to take the country forward. Definitely Gaten. I mean, Gamrita Gaten. I don't care for people's histories. Mm. Um, I know there's some people that would say, um, my dad, for example, is, is a thug, is a what what, or was, because he's now dead, was a thug, but his theory took me to school. His theory took the country to greater lengths. And so, also, so Malcolm X, for example, had been a criminal. A example. Yeah, a so people example. reform, sure. and it's not to say they can't yeah. be leaders in the future. So, so me, I'll work with anyone, and I don't care for their history as long as today, moving forward, when the sun rises tomorrow, we are both taking and we are all taking the country forward. So definitely. And why I'm referencing the EFF and perhaps not the ANC as per the voice note is because I don't remember 
um, in the last few 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 weeks. Um, anyone else but the EFF mentioning my name. The leader of the EFF called me a criminal inside parliament, not inside a Shabin. I left it, I let it slide and I just gave him love and he repeats it at rallies, he repeats it in a court of law he gets asked the question and Tutola comes up and we are being called criminals and then recently they sent their young person, their spokesperson, I don't know what, what that young boy's name is and he calls me a bastard and you know it's not fair that you're now including people's mothers because if you, unless you don't know words now you are just talking because you can and then uh, another thing is that he's telling the EFF members that Lux mustn't walk if the police don't arrest him he mustn't go into Pinville he mustn't go into Alexandra uh, uh, and if they don't arrest him we will catch him and we'll hand him over in a very very different condition and he's saying that if Bolax enter people's houses we must make sure that they don't come out alive you are suggesting that people must kill me and then I must be give you love again but it's fine I'll give you the love because I understand that you are okay the reason I ask you to stop is because we've got a question specifically about that. All right. And this is how it goes. My question to Ntlantla would be, um, does he have protection? Because he seems very confident. He goes out in public and seems like he's not afraid of anything. He's not a, like anything could happen to him, but he's just not phased. So I'd like to know, um, does he have any backup or is there someone like behind him that, I mean, no one can be so confident, you know, there should be something behind him, backing him up, giving him this confidence to go out there unapologetically and just you know say whatever because it's pretty dangerous so i just want to know um where does he get the confidence and the bravery to just be out there like that thank you now you can answer do you see how people are worried that there's a young person that is speaking the truth about the realities of our communities and because the politicians are getting upset that he might be killed what what does that actually say about the politicians we're living amongst monsters so to answer the question, I am not scared of anybody. I'm not scared of Julius. I'm not scared of Cyril. I'm not scared of anyone. I am a very easygoing person. If I am wrong, I apologize. And I'm very mannered. And that's why you'll never hear me swearing back at, at, at the EFF or whoever is, is talking ill of me and lying about me and dragging my names in the mud. I'll only speak the truth. And if you can prove that what I'm speaking is not the truth, then I'll, I'll retract and say I'm sorry and we move on. And I am willing and able to work with absolutely anyone in this country. And I'm not scared and I'll never be scared. I've seen people die in front of me. I'm telling you. I've seen people die in front of me. I've seen people getting shot in front of me. I've tried saving lives and I couldn't people dying in my hands so I am conditioned to be this person if I am going to die so are you by the way <laughs> it doesn't matter how we die mm-hmm. if it means that the politicians must kill me so be it but they must never take the glory if they do kill me they must know that it was God's timing and my ancestors timing and not theirs you can shoot me a hundred times or two thousand times if my ancestors say that I'm not dying on that day I'm not dying and I'll come back like 50 cents came back and resell you what you used to sell to us and that's it Okay, let's hold it right there. Uh, and also, there's no need for anybody to die. Yeah, no problem. Uh, that, I mean, that was the question. Yeah, uh, around yeah. the fear and death. I mean, come on. Okay. I have to answer it. Lindy, well, thank you very much for holding. What's your question? Hi. Um, mine is actually a comment. Mm-hmm. First of all, in my opinion, I believe that um, the agenda and objective of Operation Tutula is being intentionally and conveniently distorted by those that are benefiting from the chaos that is happening in the country mm-hmm. due to illegal immigrants coming in, whether black or white, coming in and committing all these heinous crimes. And what's, what perplexes me is that the justice system and the police system, they know what's going on on the ground. 
it's so funny that our own South African people want to now protect all these illegal activities, all in the name of of wanting to brandish the Operation Dudula as as vigilantism. And, and, and I find it to be so convenient for those political leaders also, which was more embarrassing for me on my part, when our own political leaders were actually protecting all these illegal activities. So as South Africans meant or supposed to sit and be quiet when they are being illegally invaded in their own country, mistreated and, co- and crimes being committed against them. Are we supposed to now sit and watch and just let everything go, uh, uh, being destroyed? What's going to happen to our children's future? If we as Africans are not supposed to stand up for our own and fight for our own and protect for our own, who should then? If the government that is in charge is failing us. When I say government, I mean every political party that is representing us in parliament. So Thank what you. is expected of South Africa? Are we supposed to just sit and take it? Thank you very much for that comment, Lindiwe. Chantel, Ilimpopo. Chantel? Hi, how are you? We well, thanks. How are you? Okay, so like another question I have. Hello. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead with the question. Okay, the question I have, Chantel, like is how sure is she already illegal immigrants still are the delaying back to Zimbabwe after I was said? How sure is she that Adi Ababui? That is the question that I want to ask. Okay, thank you very much. Maybe let's take one more, uh, just because the one wasn't a question, it was actually a, a comment. Sizwe uh, in Rudaport. Okay, hi. Um, hi, Lux, how is it? Hey, Tira. All right. Um, I've got like uh, three questions. May I be short? Please be very um, short. So we literally have 30 know. seconds. Okay, cool. I want to know why um, Operation Tudula is only uh, targeting like... Um, Black people, like black on black pe- uh, people, and uh, not Chinese uh, and Somalians. And um, another issue is that um, he always talks about his dad doing crime. Is like um, um, he's like glorifying uh, crime. Like another issue again is that um, there's the same people are the people who, who accommodated us during the struggle. You understand, but he's against them. Thank you so, very much. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for that, Caesar and Rudaport. Like you can go. Look, when Caesar asks me about your, my dad and says, and I know that your dad, you know, had a history. Uh, what must I do? Lie to protect the fact that he was a criminal. My dad was a criminal in the party times. Why must I lie? Um, black on black target seems like we are only targeting. Um, African immigrants instead of everyone else. That's not true. That's not true. We've operated in Santon. We're the only ones who've ever marched inside Santon to confront those white people in Santon. You can Google. You can you can Google that march. It's it's recent. So people, people are my mistake. Yeah. So 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 people are, are just are choosing to report what they want to report. And unfortunately, people like yourselves, uh, my good guy, is that you are consuming. A narrative pushed down your throat. You're not consuming reality. So once you interact with us for real, then you'll start having a real perception of what we really do and what we're about. Thank you very much. We will come back after this. We just need to go to a news update. If you just joined us in studio, we have Ntlanta Lux as a guest. And Nongululego has got a question. Um, it's, mine is actually a comment. Mm. As a resident of Dobsonville, I do know that 
there's a lot of houses there that do sell drugs, including the hostel. So for me, it was also a surprise to also see some of the community members protecting those people that are selling drugs. And also as a traditional healer, I'm like you, but like, yeah. who also wipes but we do need people like Abon Tantalax that can fight for these kids because we've seen that these people Abatang Samatrax being uh, taken in my police vans but tomorrow morning Ukon children also so for me I, I'm saying to do like go on Thank you very much for that. We've got another voice note. Um, hi, Zizwe. I have one question for Tanta Lux there. Um, my question is in this way. Uh, uh, there have been people who have been accusing Tanta Lux and as well Operation Tudula uh, to say this is just a project, you know, funded by white people, you know, uh, your white monopoly capitals have funded this thing of Operation Tudula. I just want to know the side of the, of the story from Tanta Lux. What is he saying about those accusations? And maybe two to understand something ideologically what are his ideals as an individual does he believe on the left and the right you know on the center socialism capitalism where does he stand i think i'm not sure if it makes sense but that's my question to Tantalax. thank you and just to add to that Ndantla, maybe you can just tell us uh, how operation to is funded i know you've always said it's self-funded uh, what does that mean exactly operation to sells t-shirts to members and the members um also create funds rakazata which means that we contribute money for certain projects if we are going to if as a community we are going this also by the way um includes sort of parliament and and the like so when we go to megawatt park for electricity as an example we say the bus is a thousand rand to get there and there's more than a thousand people in the community who is affected by the problem we all chip in money to get there and often we always at most people will be asked to chip in 50 rand or 100 rand and it goes directly to 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 the means of getting us there and coming back so rakazata so it's a parliament example it doesn't even have a bank account it's a, it's a cashless um, uh, movement so w- when people say that uh, we are funded they must they must also understand they are reasoning from a point of capture because they are only reasoning with information that was given not information that is evident that is evidence and that can be proven beyond reasonable doubt i mean if we were funded with so much people that are hating us in government and in politics it would be front page of every newspaper and our bank accounts being being frozen and what what and there is nothing nothing like that and that's why you only seeing them talk talk and talk without action if we are funded there must be action put to that because you can't just go around for the last four years five years saying that oh he's funded by whites hey, why because you've got a picture with a white person you need to grow up right now in this room everybody has a picture with a white person julius's son is probably the only child who's black in that class is he captured can never be must protect these young people so then let me ask you this yeah. when you met up with herzoff yeah. when or what were you hoping to get out of that meeting I, I, listen where I met with Rob Hesov. Was mm-hmm. here. Go invest tech. Mm-hmm. And Rob was coming for a meeting. Lay. Uh, what were you I doing with invest tech? You said you got no bank account. I'm joking. Uh, I'm, no. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> Carry on. So, so yeah. he was actually there for a meeting to meet with Figile Mbalula. Okay. And then I met all of them. That the figure Shabuyuang Shab the minister. Shabuyuang Rob Shab Shab. Listen, I even said, Rob, I want to challenge you. Yeah. 
you guys are causing so much rubbish because it was at a time we had called figular names and they were they were beefing whatever mm-hmm. and i said the country always suffers because all people are fighting i can even take it to the july and rest situation how's about i ask you a personal question on camera he says yes and i says and i said to him how do you feel with my statement when I say it's time for young people to take over and all you old people must step aside? And he says, I agree with you, old, old people must step aside and new young people must come in. And that statement for me was a brilliant statement. So what is the problem? It's only problem if politicians then can use it for their own narrative, not for what the video is actually saying. Okay. Thank you. We've got somebody here who works with you. Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to be impartial in any way, but in poor in straight view. Yeah, 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 man. Kizwe lo mo shapuze. Ah, morning, morning, commander, morning. Morning, commander. Ziti, mabezi, mani, mani. Ziti, ngalende morning. Ani ngokwele. No, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, look. We, we, in each and everything that we do, we need to stay awake and stay upright. Oh, okay. Uh, the only thing, yeah. So whatever that we do, it's high moral, high discipline as far as there is concerned. Morning. So that's what we are pushing and what we are persuading. Let me tell you one thing, Sizo. Sure. In a nutshell, I've got only a few seconds to go. The spirit of uh, Thomas Sankara, mm. Malcolm X, Christian is has evoked and is waking up. And believe you me, what is happening currently, it is not a mistake as far as there is fresh. If you eliminate Gantalax, Mpotolakai arises. If you eliminate Mpotolakai, Sizo Domol arises. It might not be you, but it might be someone else. So we are saying we are not fighting. We are controlling the situation as far as that is concerned. Our elders didn't do that because they were anticipating paper. We are not anticipating paper, we are anticipating legacy for the black child as far as that is concerned. For that matter, it is not about the black child only, but the people of South Africa. But then we are saying we are left outside in the bearing of it. And it is something that compromises the future of the young people. That is why you see drugs, prostitution, it is dictated in terms of how the lifespan of the black people are. So as young people in the Soviet Parliament, Parliament, Alexandra Parliament, you are saying one thing, money. Commander Money. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mpo in straight view. Okay. So we're going to go to Ukuku who does Kaya Biz after this. Yeah. Uh, and she will tell us it's coming up on the show. But I do then need to ask you about our country's economy as a whole, sure. right? Sure. Because I, I think it comes as no secret to anybody when I tell you that our economy is ailing. Yeah. Um, some, yeah. So some, some, some of the, she'll tell you, yes. Yeah, she'll tell you better. Yeah. And, and some of the things that you guys are proposing, um, how do you see that being of benefit to the economy, for sure. example? Sure. So right now I go. Yeah, you can go. So right now, look, we, we focused on things that are within our reach, are within mm-hmm. our resources, because when people say that, why don't you fight the farmers and what, what there's no farm in Soweto. Mm-hmm. There's no farm in Tembisa. In Tembisa, with the, in Soweto, there is an existing economy that we also need to participate in and we're fighting for that economy. That's a baby step. And once we can achieve some results in, in fighting for people, jobs, etc., and even business um, opportunities in our own economies and on the ground, then we can graduate to start fighting bigger agendas about the economy and for me the answer to a proper economy is education by the way if we can have an education system that's aligned to our economy and start producing builders don't shy away on that the reason why there's only foreigners regardless of their status that are building right now is because the country's education system is not producing builders we don't have a practical education system i mean right now millions of people in south africa use the camera today we have cameras in studio why aren't we producing photographers that are professional out of fresh out of high school so that when they leave high school they can put bread on the table the same day 
That's the answer. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we still will have a couple of minutes after this, so you can keep your calls coming. Zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. So we still have two callers, and so I'm going to try and squeeze them in. We've got three minutes. So now, lady in Rosebank, there's another caller after you. Please be quick, and then we'll go to Tuso in Dobsonville. Now, lady. Hi, Kai. How are you doing? We well, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, so my question to Ntanta would be, let's say uh, Operation Tugula does break nationwide. Um, there's a branch in Limpopo or in the Northwest. So how would he be able to, how would he and his core team be able to control how far the leaders or the people of those different branches go? Because as he said, he wants to eradicate um immigrants or whatever he feels like as a, as a social ill. So how would he be able to control that it doesn't go too far? I know Operation Pudula is about to go into KZN and KZN, I mean, has been kind of like the hub of it's, it's a, basically South Africa is the fertile ground for violence right now because people are so frustrated about everything that's going on. So that's the question. How would you be able to control that? Thank you. It doesn't Thank you. go too far. Thank you very much. Suso in Dobsonville, quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay, say, so, uh, uh, how are you? I'm Bob. Yeah, uh, so I just want to ask a very few questions. Uh, since I'm out of time. Number one, why did you guys broke into the Tevita's house and raided the house without a search warrant? Number two, uh, what did you find there? Because uh, it seems like uh, on your interview you said that the Tevita is a drug dealer who is known. And, but now my question is, uh, do you have uh, that case number? Because yesterday when I listened to you, said uh, he's out on bed. You have the case number which says that... Uh, prove that and uh, that is out on bail. The last comment which I want to make before everyone now is that you are, uh, your Bidula is uh, anti-black because now you are sponsored by this white. Let me just clarify it because most of the time people say the white monopoly and uh, our people don't understand what is the white monopoly. Uh, your Dudula is, is sponsored by these people uh, that are owning these malls because if you close all these shops, then it means you will have to go to the malls and so on because uh, that's the, the narrative which you are trying to push. So that's the questions I wanted to pose out of time. Yes, thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank you very much, Tuso. <laughs> you literally have one minute. <laughs> We must just accommodate them and keep, you know, nursing them because where else can they go outside our townships? He is here telling me that we are sponsored and he's just taking it because he got it from someone else to help him think and talk. He's a mouthpiece of someone else. He himself is captured. So we did not break into anybody's house. We've got footage that we actually was watching. The man walks in and opens a door. We follow him. The problem with you and your EFF guys who are supporting this old man who tutored this old man to open the case against us is that you don't know the reality of the situation and I hope that when it all turns around and this man is sitting behind bars as an old person because you have helped him lie to the nation you will be there to warm him up in those cells morning yeah it started off with EFF it ended off with EFF why but no look I, I get it they asked the question thank you Thank you very much for joining us. Sure. Uh, and thank you very much for your messages. Thank you very much for your calls. Kaya Bizu follow after this. Tomorrow we back. And I'm back for the last time because then I'll be out the country for a bit. But I will return. And when I do, hey, so I'm a paper salama
Yeah, look, I'd like to close by saying that our lives, the rest of our lives will be invested in putting South Africans first in South Africa. And if there's anybody, including South Africans that have a problem with us putting South Africans first in South Africa, can start packing their bags. Tlanta Lux, Soweto Parliament, Totola, Operation Totola, put South Africa first, morning. Thank you. Kaya Drive with Seaswear. Monday to Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. On Kaya 959. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.